0: Here we are, Lawyer Talk, Off the Record, DUI 360. That's 360. Off the record, but on the air. That's the podcast. Part of that podcast, the little <laughs> subset, lawyers love subsets. A little subset, though, is this DUI 360 series. And the idea here is we're going to give you a 360-degree lawyer-like view of drunk driving because everybody wants to know about drunk driving. Everybody drinks, it seems like anymore. And half of them drink and drive and the other half don't want you to. And here we are. So here we are not to tell you how to get out of OVI's drunk driving charges. We are just giving you the experience that you would get if you were to come to our office and ask us about this. If you're holding a complaint or a ticket or some, some piece of paper that accuses you of such things. And the idea here is to educate and hopefully deter drinking and driving. Yeah. Even though that might be against our interests since we do so much of this defense. Right. I still think the altruistic, professional, ethical thing to do is say, listen to DUI 360 number one. Yeah. You can think about it. But don't, don't do it. it. Uber yep. it. Cab it. Lift is better. Call your buddy Carlos. Lift it up. Lift it up. Whatever you do, wake up your wife. Even though she's going to be pissed, she'll be less pissed than she would be if she picked you yep. up at the cop house. And
1: it's funny because, yeah, that's exactly right. You're, they're going to be picking you up at the cop house. Right? You're, they're going, like to be they're calling, you're going, going to be calling that friend you should have called to now pick you up at the cop house instead of picking you up at the bar. Yeah. I had a guy the other day that – uh He was arrested. His wife was in the car, and it was freezing outside. Wife was freaking out. So the cop let the wife sit in the back of the cruiser while the husband was in handcuffs. Of course, this is being recorded, so they're having a conversation back and forth. The wife calls the friend they should have called because both both have been drinking. wife calls the friend they should have called to come pick them up, right? Yeah. This, this guy, she's like, where are we? I don't even know where we are, and this the doors are closed. Cops aren't even listening, but it is being being recorded, so I can hear it when it comes time to me defending this mess. So anyway, they uh he's talking, you can hear him on there, and wife's going, where where are we? Da da, da, da. and he's like, well, I'm in the air. You could hear this other guy talking on the phone, trying to pick him up, and he's like, yeah, the the guy who's intoxicated. He's like, yeah, turn on so and so road. He goes. Or our car is the one right next to the car with the lights on. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just like... like that's so yeah, telling, he's, like, right? he's like, you can't miss us, man. We're the ones that are parked in front of the car with the lights on. Right. Yeah, a, this is the uh, very fundamental
0: problem, is it? You ain't getting out of, but where was this buddy an hour ago? They should have called the buddy an hour ago. Yeah. But anyway, we started something without finishing it, and I think it's probably high time we finished it. All right, so what are we doing? This is part two. We're going to talk about... The big question to blow or not to blow part, part two Two. yeah, we talked in part one about not taking a test that you don't think you can pass. And that makes perfect sense, right? Why would you ever say, yeah, give me the test. I haven't studied. Yeah, I don't know the first lick of French. Yeah, but I mean, I've been taking Spanish my whole life, but then you stumble into French class and they say you can test out or you can take this test. You don't take it unless you have to. Yeah. mass about. or if there's no consequence to taking it. Yeah. All right. Now, if you can pass, this is back to your point, your client who said, well, you told me never to take a test. Well, you'd never, you didn't say that. That was the, inter- right. she interpreted right. it that way. But, right. Uh, and then pulled over completely sober without any alcohol, decided to refuse and got charged with OVI again. Well, that, uh, that might not be the best thing either. That, that's, that's a one in a million. Yeah. Um, but it does show the power of having a prior. If you got a oh, prior, oh, I, I think that exactly was it, what was going yeah, on. Yeah, you got a prior, and you get pulled over again. Guess what? I mean, yeah, they don't think you're out there just cruising around sucking yeah. down uh, Powerade zeros, right? Yeah, you're, 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 they think you're drunk. But anyway, so part two. <laughs> Powerade zeros. <laughs> <laughs> the is that is that your drink of choice? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Well, Costco's I, got those, right? You buy a big old box of them. You usually get them for eighty nine cents a yeah. piece. Yeah. Um, Less than a buck for the big ones. Big, big, and the big ones. But the, I use that because that was like that's a good hangover drink. Oh, there's no calories, or no sugar. Um, yeah. There's probably other bad chemicals in there, but yeah, you can suck down. Yeah, you can suck down. Everything's going to kill us now. A ton of it, and it'll it'll help you hydrate. It's sort of like the McDonald's orange drink without the sugar. Yeah, I used to Ooh, know man, somebody. That was a great drink. I, I, I never had that. I didn't have that for years. My brother I, and I used to get that. Oh, it's great. I knew somebody in high school. And he would always say this. I don't care how drunk I am. If I get a cheeseburger at McDonald's <laughs> and an, a large orange drink. Just one? Uh, Cheeseburgers at McDonald's are just like a two-biter. Maybe he got two. I don't know. Maybe, he's probably 2 They got that value. He's a phenomenal with the athlete. Phenomenal, really? athlete. phenomenal okay. athlete. Phenomenal. But look, we're in the 80s. Uh, it, he, he, he would always say, if I have a cheeseburger and an orange drink, large orange drink. And I don't remember how big they were back in the eighties. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Different. They probably were a lot smaller. They are probably are medium now. Yeah. As before these super super sizers. Yeah. Then um, he could be sober. So I, I remember just thinking, Oh, that's what his that's what his sobriety was. That, I mean that's, that, that's would that's he be like, that would that would sober him up, right? Yeah. That would, so we'd be drinking all day at like a hotel party or something, and. He says, I just need McDonald's to McDonald's, get the, an orange drink. This is drink, the league hey. guy. This, is, this mean, is the guy in the league. This That's that's the DD that's not, right. you know, he's not right. supposed to be drinking. And they're like, what are you doing drinking? He's like, right. dude, I need a mint and a crap, and I'm good to go. I'm good to go, yeah. right? It's, it shows you these, these things that people get in their heads, that I'm fine. And if I just have a cheeseburger yeah. and an orange drink, which do nothing yeah. to speed up your body's elimination process right. of the alcohol. I mean, your body uses itself to eliminate and get rid of all those poisons you've dumped into it. An orange drink is not part of that chemistry. <laughs> well, maybe like a McRib or something like that. A oh, McRib. Mm. My brother likes Salt. He used to like McRib. Yeah, the McRib. I, I Look, like McDonald's, that stuff was good. Um, anyway, it doesn't work. We've digressed way off base, but if you have decided, what are you talking about this is good stuff. This is this is top legal advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what people pay for, <laughs> it's, it's, right here, right?
1: Yeah, they pay for the orange. So if you drink come into our office, we're going to talk to you right. about things you can eat and
0: drink. We to make actually, you feel better. We actually are pretty good at this job. I mean, yeah, maybe you shouldn't gauge how good we are as lawyers by this garbage. But anyway, we um. Well, if we just talk, like I mean, this
1: is what we what we promise people: we're not going to be the stiff. Boring lawyers will give you good legal advice, but you got to see the difference between legal and good legal advice and us just BS.
0: Well, and part of this, and this is a good point because part of this is, I think, to do my job well. I ha- I can't be a stuffy, detached, tight, awful, super starched-up yeah lawyer. Yeah i think i really and i don't like it i don't it's not me anyway I, well, I, mean, I don't like it i'd rather get to know my clients and right and figure out how i can help them yeah and i learned a long time ago that i have just because i'm a lawyer doesn't mean i don't have common life experience right growing up in my situation in the 80s and 90s and you know a party and do it it's like i i i can relate to it i've been there i can help yeah. i can say yeah all right, you're 25. I said this to a kid yesterday. You're, 20, you're 17. What would the 47-year-old you say to the 17-year-old you? Right. You know, it's like I can – I think I can – that helps me help people. But anyway, we, we, we left it off last time like, all right, you've made the choice. You're on the way to the police station in handcuffs throw out of your head this notion that you're not going to get charged or you're getting charged with crimes and now you've got to decide to blow or not to blow Yep. we've already told you if you can't, take a te- can't pass a test don't take it but there's a consequence you're going to get just minus 5 instead of minus 20 mm-hmm. look at it that way so I say no yeah. to Mrs. Lynn's French test yeah. to use our last example I go into French I haven't studied a lick and she says guess what special day you don't have to take this test. Test is worth 40. If you take the test, it's all or nothing. You're just going to get graded straight up. Yeah. But if you just say, uh-uh, if you pass, you're going to get a, C. a, a 20. D? It's called a D. But you have a chance to make it up. Here's the rub, though. She doesn't tell you that up front. Yeah, well, we're telling you now. Here's what happens: you go into French class, you can just get you can take your D now, or roll the bones on a full monte. <laughs> right? It's <laughs> right? like right. I haven't studied. I don't know French. Yeah. I skipped all the labs. It's just not my thing. I skipped all the labs of French. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't listen to the taste. We had the French in action. You had to go. Oh, you did. Hello, bonjour. bonjour. These bonjour. people talking. I remember listening to these things. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> This is college, actually. I remember, I remember being like, what? <laughs> There's these videos, and you have to listen to this crap. And I'd be like, they didn't speak any French or any English the entire class. The entire semester in French class, they didn't speak English. What are you in? Like French six? French one. Because in high school, I didn't study. Oh, so you had already had some? I, I had French, right? I mean, I had. Well, a little I did bit.
1: Span- I don't know a lot of Spanish either. I had a bunch
0: of I sections didn't know of anything. Spanish, and then they had this immersion thing, total immersion approach, where you had to listen to these tapes. It's called French in Action, and in Action. The French teacher, um, DUI three hundred and sixty in Action. She was from Africa, and spoke with spoke fluent French. I mean, I think that's what she South grew Africa. up speaking. Yeah, she's. I think is there a component of that that speak French? There? Well, yeah. There were French colonies there. So yeah. they, they, they. she spoke fluent French with an accent from Africa. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand the French accent, the English French accent, let alone one. And I would be just like, what's going on? And you would get through this whole class. And I looked at my buddy. it was like, not from around Did here. Did you get any of that? And my my buddy took French. Did you get any of that? <laughs> <laughs> and he knew it, right? He like he could do it, but not because he was. He already knew it because he was. He did it in high school and actually worked. They like actually it. did the work. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I didn't make it. I had to quit that class. This is the. This is why I come up with the French example because I got halfway into that mess, and we at the College of Worcester <laughs> had this choice to go NC early on in my. They changed the rules later. Go NC. NC. No credit. No credit. I'm going to go NC okay. that class, which means you can just say, whoo. <laughs> I started this race. I quit. I can't finish it. And yeah. there's no punishment. The, the punishment really? was... The punishment was... You get to was, pay for it, right? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's college, man. Yeah. He's yeah. getting the student love. What college kid thinks about that curve? Worry about the... He's like, like, oh, the crap, debt later. French class? Work on the weekends? No way. <laughs> so... I was going to say no way Jose, but it should be no way Andre. Anyway, we, <laughs> is that a- yeah, well, Andre in this, in did this you French have to pick videos. names in the, in the French school. videos? There was a Andre and Mire. Andre. Anyway, this is absurd. This- <laughs> so we, you could say, you could go into the, the registrar and say, I'll take the NC and then call your parents and say, guess what? Only four credit hours this semester <laughs> instead of five or whatever it would be. Yeah. And I took the NC, which left me a credit shy. That, see, for most people, that puts you on a five-year plan. That's like the first freshman step yeah. into the five-year plan. Yeah, it's like you just everybody does it. Yeah, you, you, you go, go see in, a class, you go give some
1: plasma, right. and you got beer money.
0: You're rocking and rolling. You got your high school diploma or, you, you, you know, you're almost done with high school. You get the acceptance letter and then you get to go sign up for classes like, yeah, I'm taking French. I'm taking calculus, I'm taking economics. I'm going to take this history class. Yeah. And I'm going to take whatever. You try to pick an easy one like astronomy or something, right? Oh, dude, I'd have that. In my <laughs> it's hard. Year. It's hard. It's not easy. You have you think to study it's easy. that crap. Yeah, you think it's easy. And you get halfway in. Then it's like that's like the guy who runs the 400 meter Race. I was at my kid's track meet the other day, and I see these people. These all these middle schoolers running the 400 meter race. They sprint. You know, they, they take off out of blocks. Oh yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> like rock and <laughs> roll. And we were game. we were at the second turn because my kid was throwing um, discus over there. By the second turn, I was watching these middle schoolers come trucking around on the yeah. 400 and I'd be, I'd be like watch this i was looking at my wife and i said watch this watch it the third turn what happens here <laughs> so they, just, they start <laughs> you walking the gas right, they can't it's like i did it the first time right i was yeah. a shot putter but i had to do the they had a weight man's relay and uh the the shot putters would all do this relay it was oh that's four great. by four oh, by 400 funny. was the first one i did and i was just like Ooh. yeah all right you get to that third corner you're like all yeah. right all right there's a gorilla on my back yeah Anyway, I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, this is the college kid who gets halfway through French and realizes, all right, I may have overshot a little bit on this schedule. I mean, the calculus, the economics, the French, the history, and the easy one ain't so easy. It's like, this sucks. Yeah, um, and That's about what my schedule was my freshman year. And I realized quickly that the math wasn't going to work and the French wasn't going to work. Cut them both. Yeah, that's just, why you're a lawyer. I just got rid of that math. crap. I got rid of that crap. So you, you, in, you N, C two class. I think I, I think I N C the math too. I got halfway in and it was, it sounded like an easy one. Calculus. Like, it was like elementary functions or something like Uh-oh. that, but it's college. Yeah. And they started talking. I was like, wait a minute. I really have to do all these problems every night. <laughs> I can't do one of them. <laughs> it was not that I couldn't, but the thought of going back to my dorm and everybody's eating pizza and drinking beers and talking yeah. about whatever, yeah, you know, that we were watching like scrabble on tv you know yeah. the game show with chuck willery and i'm supposed to be doing math homework like, this ain't working for me so yeah. i, I did see it and in french you had to go on the weekends to the language lab and listen and to tapes and watch videos yeah. i mean it's, it was because it, like now you could probably just do it online yeah but you had to go somewhere to the library on a weekend now, i was playing football it's like there ain't no time i mean it's yeah. like look saturday well, over yeah it's saturday friday night football prep you had meetings and things and you had a game on saturday saturday game saturday afternoon beer yeah sunday morning feel like crap
1: yeah you
0: ain't going to no language lab
1: yeah sunday Bonjour, morning, you got
0: your you got your head bashed in in a football game because now <coughs> at 18 Dude. you know, you're playing against guys who i'm fighting know, it i was 17 18 i was playing guys who had kids and beards you know it's like they, yeah. they were bigger anyway so I, yeah, the t- I don't even know what we're talking about now. Well, we're talking about this.
1: NC as related to administrative licenses. Okay, so here's
0: the deal. You can say to the French test, I'm going to NC this. I'm not going to take it. There is a consequence, though, and that, that consequence is you're going to get a D. Or you can just pass on it. You're going to get a D instead of, like, rolling the bones to get the A. Yeah. And you know you're not going to get the A. You know you're yeah. not going to pass. So, and you know so much. You know this so well it's not only aren't you going to pass you are going to fail right in miserable fashion yeah it's like you can't pass right because you don't even know the first thing about verb right. tenses you're going to get you're going to pass now if you're wasted in the back of that cruiser going to the cop house and you've had 10 beers even if you've had 5 beers i mean there ain't no partial pass on a breath test well it gets it, it can get worse but it can't get any better yeah. so it's like you are going to flunk yeah you know 09 uh, is flunk
1: yeah there ain't Unless no the cop lets you go through mcdonald's and get a mcrib and a high c or a rib and an orange
0: drink yeah <laughs> it's like you are going to flunk i mean c plus doesn't pass a breath test right yeah you have to get an a you have yeah. to be below oh eight. yeah and even then you're probably getting charged with something so yeah. it, it the, no matter what the consequence it seems better to me to not take the test but if they tell you in such a way That if you take this, if you choose not to take this test, we are going to ruin your life in such a way that you're not going to recover and you're going to be miserable and it's going to be this year long awful pain. Yeah. And, most people just take it. What does it say? It's like they read you this. So here, say,
1: here's what I see a lot of when this happens, this conversation. After they read you this little paragraph, we're looking at it now because I have a, a copy of one of them. But after they read you that paragraph that advises you what the ramifications are of taking the test and not, here's the basics. The basics are they're probably going to look at you and say, so what this this paragraph here, that there's a bunch of lawyers. I mean, wrote. Let me see A bunch of lawyers wrote that's hard to understand because it quotes a bunch of sections and all this other stuff. What they're basically saying to cut through the crap is if you decide to take this test, even if you blow over the legal limit, you are only going to have a 90-day administrative license suspension. So that means that your license is going to be taken from you for 90 days. On the other hand, they're going to say if you refuse, I don't know why you would You don't want to refuse because listen to this one,
0: you're going to lose your license for one year. So, right. and you're going to yeah. have to wait longer for driving privileges. You got one year versus 90 days. So, yeah. if, if you just boil that down to brass tacks in your sort of half impaired brain, well, for, I mean, listen to this crap. I can barely read it. You are now under arrest. There it is. Specifically state the offense under which the Ohio laws Anyway, you're under arrest for OBI for operating a vehicle under the influence of alcohol, a drug, or combination of them. Now, they're reading this crap to you. As you're this is there.
1: word for word what they read to you. Now, think about this. After you've had 10 IPAs, you're freaking out. Your you're in adrenaline handcuffs. is flowing. <laughs> I bet so many people will be like, what, what? now? <laughs> can you save me that again? Wait, can, can, we, can we talk about this? So what so, happens if I say So now? here's what
0: they're reading. You are now under arrest. And here's what you're thinking. Shit, what am I going to tell my wife? I wonder what I'm going to do. Shit, I wonder yeah. if I have a lawyer. Do I have a call? All right, what are they saying? All right, so you're now under arrest. Um, For driving under the influence of alcohol, a drug or combination of them, operating a vehicle while under the influence of a listed controlled substance or listed metabolite of a controlled substance, operating a vehicle after underage alcohol consumption, or having physical control of a vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. Now, I I, I I defy anybody out out there (laughs) sober to tell me what the hell that means. They don't know. I mean, you can't even understand that under the best of situations. I mean, if I'm in my law office, relaxed, sipping a cup of coffee, I have to read this 10 times. a metabolite? All right, but it goes on. It's not even done yet. If you refuse to take any chemical test required by law, your Ohio, Ohio driving privileges will be suspended immediately, and you will have to pay a fee to have the privileges reinstated. If you have a prior conviction for OVI, O-V-U-A-C, they didn't tell you what the hell that is, <laughs> or operating a vehicle while under the influence of a listed controlled substance or listed metabolite of a controlled substance under state or municipal law within the preceding 20 years, you are now under arrest for state O-V-I, and if you refuse to take oh a chemical gosh. test, you will face increased penalties if you subsequently are convicted of... Of the state of OVI. Convicted of the. There's actually a typo in here. Convicted of the state OVI. No, 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 there's not. Convicted of the state OVI. It goes on. I know. I, so far, you're thinking, I wonder what my wife is going to say. It would be a great either podcast right. or video to go
1: around through bars and read this to people. <laughs> be yeah. like, what does this mean? Here, hold on. Let me read you something. Like, yeah.
0: What? <laughs> if you have. This is a third paragraph. Third paragraph. If you have previously pled guilty or been convicted of two or more OVI's, O-V-U-A-C's, they don't even tell you what the hell that means, or equivalent offenses in the previous six years, and you're thinking, well, they just told me 20 years. What is this six years? Or pled guilty to or been convicted of five or more. OVIs, OVUACs, or equivalent offenses in the previous 20 years, or pled guilty, <laughs> or been know. convicted of a felony of any of the above violations.
1: Can you imagine doing the math on that? <laughs> it's like, oh shit, this is my fourth <laughs>
0: one. When I was 19. And you refuse to submit to a chemical test as required by law. No, as a chemical test required by law. I am authorized to use whatever reasonable means are necessary to ensure that you submit to a chemical. So now they're telling you, it's like, I don't care what you say. I'm going to use reasonable means to ensure you do it. It's yeah. like, what does that mean? Yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah. Now, here's what it says. The police have to say this. Read this part unless the person is under arrest for solely having a physical control of the vehicle. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about this part if you're just drunk in a car not drunk driving. Drunk in a car, which is basically any... Buckeye tailgating any session. session, right. So if you, now here it goes. So you've already heard the first three paragraphs and you've taken notes and understood completely what all that means. If you take any chemical test required by law and are found to be at or over the prohibited amount of alcohol, a controlled substance, or a metabolite of a controlled substance in your whole blood, blood serum, or plasma, and you remember all that from chemistry class. Yeah, I gave plasma up. Or urine as set by law. Your Ohio driving privileges will be suspended immediately, and you will have to pay a fee to have the privileges reinstated. If you take a chemical test, you may have an independent chemical test taken at your own expense. Now, now this car is whizzing by. The doors kicked open on the side I mean, of the sometimes end. they do it you're at the drinking, station. Sometimes like they do it in the back just, of the crew, yeah. and they're just Something's reading right it to you. And you're like, yeah. oh, wait a minute. Was I allowed to come?" my lawyer? Can I ask questions lawyer? about what? this? Yeah. Remember the guy that was
1: like, hey, 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 yeah, I, I, I understand. Uh, you find any cocaine in my truck? <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. <laughs>
0: So, all right now, consequences of test and refusal, out of service. I, I tried to listen to that. I, I, I mean, I know must what be read at. in addition to the above. To Is that an CDL? offender driving a commercial vehicle? Yeah, yeah. So this gets even worse. Yeah. Additional information for the offender, and this goes on and on. It tells you what happens if, um, if you got multiples, they can steal your car. They forfeit your car. Yeah. I mean, all this crap. I think only the top portion is what they got to read. Yeah. So you get to the point where, and they have to read that to you and check the box that they read that to you. Yeah. And you get to the point where you're like, all right. And the police officer says, all right, what do you want to do? And you're like, huh? What does that mean? And you haven't listened to lawyer talk off the record. You haven't listened to us on the blitz, nor have you paid any attention in your entire life about OVI.
1: Well, I know. And the response is this. When you, they say, when you say, what does that mean? The cop is going to go. Well, it means if you take the test, you're only going to lose your license for 90 days. If you refuse the test, you're going to lose your license for one year. What do you want to do? Oh, well, I only want to lose my license for 90 days. I'll take that test. That's what I see a lot.
0: Yeah. So the, what they do is they throw what I'm going to call short money out in front of you. This is the jitterbug. you ever fish for bass? I have. I so have. You got the jitterbug. My grandpa yep. gave me my first jitterbug when I was a kid. And you, the idea is you just cast that out right in front of the weeds, and you just give it a little flick of flick of flick of, flick of with your wrist. <laughs> And the bass go nuts. They love it. They love it. And uh, or I used to use the Texas worm rig or the worm harness, where you had the sliding slip sh- or the sliding weight that would come down and it would look like a worm feeding on the bottom. And the bass just love it. They grab it like a shiny spoon. The shiny spoon is the ninety days. Yeah. They tell you, look, man. Most people just take. It's always better to cooperate. Um, you know, if you cooperate, we'll go tell the prosecutor that you cooperate. You probably just get minimum penalties. Um, you know, it's only a 90-day suspension. You do this, it'll be a year. If you refuse, yeah. you know, I don't know. You do what you want to do. You have 90 days. You're gonna have a year. You know, if you t- if I, if you do the 90, well, you give me a test. Even if it's over, I'll tell them you're very cooperative. And then they sometimes they throw another footnote on there, maybe just a kick in the ass on there. And it's like, and then you know, we'll probably just let you go. Yeah. And they might not even say we'll keep you if you yeah. refuse, but they sort of leave that dangling out there. Yeah. And you like the hungry bass in my bass pond? Snap at the shiny lure. Yeah, yeah. because you haven't listened. Yeah, to OVI three hundred and sixty or drunk to DUI three. I can't screw this up forever. DUI three hundred and sixty. Yeah. The big well, question: to blow or not to blow? Yeah. Part two.
1: And you know what you got to say is, you, if you go back to DUI three hundred and sixty one when we talked about the ramifications of OVI, I think we've talked about it. What's the minimum license suspension if you're convicted of OVI? In Ohio, right. one year is the minimum license suspension. The law changed about a year ago, but it's one year now. So, what does that mean? What does that mean, Steve? That means if I'm on the side of the road and I go, well, huh, 90 days sounds way better than one year, and then I walk into court with a one, four, or five breath test, and they go, yeah, we'll give you minimum penalties on an OVI. What did your 90 day license suspension just get converted to? Congratulations. Right. So, he,
0: and play this out. You go to a busy courtroom in any of the municipalities around the state of Ohio, mayor's courts anywhere, and you see it's iced. It it's sort of like when you had to talk in class. I always like to be last. I used to watch everybody how how it went. You know what are they really oh, yeah. to do, Right? Yeah. So you see about four or five people go before you, and they come in with the same thing. All right, we have uh, Jane Doe, or we'll call her um, Janie Smith. Next up, and you don't know Janie, and you watch. She looks like a very respectable, yeah, mom, yeah. And she says, your honor, and the judge says, what would you like to do? Your honor, I'd like to just plead guilty. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Ms. Smith is going to plead guilty to first offense OVI. She had uh, blood hour. It looks like a BAC of 0.11 over the legal limit. She's yep. charged both with impaired and a per se. Mr. Prosecutor, uh, we're offering to dismiss the impaired in exchange for her plea of guilty to the per se offense. Okay. and, you watch Which Ms. is no consolation. No is, yeah. I mean, and OVI's and OVI's no Yeah, you OVI. can, we should say this right now. You can be charged yeah. with both, convicted of both, but sentenced on only one. Only one. one. All yeah. right. So every, when everybody says they got two, it's like, all right, you do, but it doesn't matter. So you're watching, you're watching Mrs. Smith and you're thinking, I'm a lot like Mrs. Smith. You know, I had, I had a 1-3 yeah. test. You had a 1-2. So that's close enough. And Mrs. Smith uh, says, "I'm sorry, Your Honor. You know, anything you want to say, Mrs. Smith, before I impose punishment? Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, it's my first offense. I've got two kids, and I just had a very stressful day. I was at the tennis club drinking wine with my with my suburban friends, and and I got this. Just made a mistake. Yeah." You know, I should have had more to eat or something. And I really need to drive. I really, I, just, I really have to drive. I have two children, um, or maybe I'm a part-time mom because I'm, I'm, I'm a single mom, divorced, and, you know, I wasn't with my kids that day. And judge says, okay, I understand. You know, it happens. The trick is never never come back. We just want to make sure it's only the first time. And But there are certain mandatory minimum penalties that we have to impose upon you, one of which is a one-year license suspension. Yep. Would you like to apply for limited driving privileges on that one? And you're thinking, wait a minute, hold on. My friendly police officer, yeah, four nights ago, told me I only had 90 days if I took this test. Yeah, this ain't right. This doesn't make any sense. Yep, the world is spinning backwards. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting. She got one year, but she, I can't be the same as her. Yeah, but. That's a reality. She gets her one and year. And
1: it's not it's not wrong. We're not bad cops like are trying to trick no, you. It's not at it, that moment in time, 4 days prior to that, he's acting as an agent of the Bureau of Motor Vehicles and he
0: is saying you are since you have a license and driving is a privilege, not a right. Oh, you get yeah. to you have to take this test. We're going to explain all this dubiousness here in a minute. But you stand up and you say, "All right, I'm not like Mrs. Smith. They told me 90 days." Yeah. And I signed up for this. This is what I signed up for. Oh, they didn't tell you that if you plead guilty, your 90 days goes away and it turns into one year? Did, did, did it say that on the form that you read? And then you hear this. That's the pin dropping in the courtroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's the pin. And you're like, what? Like, I have to drive tomorrow. I thought it was only 90 days. They don't tell you that? No. So now you've got this situation where you feel like you have been duped. You've been tricked. It was they a shell have, game. You thought you won. It was a shell and game. They got door number two in the back. You got honey dick. These these charlatans tricked you. You put your money. Uh, it's the three card Monty, right? You put your money on this one, and it turns out yeah. no, the ace no. was over here, hanging it around, hanging, hanging around it around. It. So kids it, got alligator blood, and you, <laughs> you end up. So the gamble did not pay off. Yeah. And you're stuck with a one-year license suspension. Well, how, pray tell, can that possibly happen? Because here is the fact. If you plead guilty to a first offense OVI in Ohio, it's a mandatory one-year license suspension. Now, there's one exception to that. But for our purposes, it doesn't matter. It is a mandatory one-year license suspension if you just go in there without the assistance of a qualified criminal defense, and or OVI defense lawyer. Yeah, you were specific qualify about that qualified. Because anybody can go plead you guilty. Qualified. Yeah. Attorney, you're going to get, if you want to do what Mrs. Smith did, you're going to get a one-year suspension, even if you took that test and they told you 90 days. Here's yeah. why. All right. Back in the 90s, probably late 80s, it started. It was determined by this general assembly and or the administrative body called the Bureau of Motor Vehicles, the Ohio Bureau of Motor Vehicles. I always have trouble spelling Bureau. So we just call it the BMV. Now, everybody else, it seems in everybody's state, they call it the DMV. Yeah, Illinois is a DMV. It is a Department of Motor Vehicles. But in Ohio, it's the BMV. They said years ago, if you refuse to take a test, we are going to impose or under – let's back up. We are going to create an administrative license suspension because we are an administrative agency. And you're thinking on the side of the road, what the hell is an administrative agency? This is just law, right? No, it's all different. You have the Ohio Revised Code, which is the General Assembly we've talked about that says the court will take your license. That's a judge with a robe in a courtroom with a gavel banging the thing. He can take your license. But the Bureau of Motor Vehicles, you don't even get to see them. I mean, they're not even, you don't ever see them in yeah. this case. Well, you see them when they pay your money. But yeah. you don't see them at this point. But they are authorizing or they are imposing an administrative license suspension. Yep. And you know who is working for the Bureau of Motor Vehicles on the side of the road? Yep. And working for the local police department on the side of the road? A dual role. Two hats. Wearing two hats that look like one? hmm. Mr. State Trooper. Yep. Mr. Local Fuzz. Mr. Police Officer, he is authorized on behalf of the Bureau of Motor Vehicles to act as their agent. And he's going to say, give me that plastic. (laughs) Give me that plastic. Because I am going to the license suspension and all that gobbledygook that we read earlier is the Bureau of Motor Vehicles administrative license suspension. You will hear the term if you're unfortunate enough to find yourself in this bag of tricks. A.L.S. Mm hmm administrative license suspension. All right. Why does that matter? Because the Bureau of Motor Vehicles says we're going to do it. And we're going to do it in one of two ways. So, Trooper, I don't want to take that test. He's going to tell you, oh, I'm sorry. I'm acting on behalf of the Bureau of, Mo- or Bureau of Motor Vehicles here as their yeah. agent. I mean, that's really fr- – let's, let's translate the French. I am acting as an authorized agent of the Bureau of Motor Vehicles. Yeah. And I am going – To take your plastic, your driver's license, I'm going to send notice to the courts who are then going to tell the Bureau of Motor Vehicles that I did this. Yep. And you are now under an administrative license suspension. They don't. Immediately. immediately And it used to be not immediate. Back in the 80s, it was not immediate. You can see why they created this. They wanted that immediate punishment to fill the sting of that. There's a history here. Um, it used to be if you refused a test, like you would just sort of get something in the mail maybe later if it all caught up. You would get this ALS. You'd be like, oh, shit, I got an ALS. What? what? I like really? You thought you were good to go because they didn't take it right away. But then you'd get something in the mail like a few months later. Well, then they changed the law around about 96, 95, maybe 97, probably 90, in the mid-90s. And they came out with this brochure that you could see at every Bureau of, Bureau of Motor Vehicles everywhere you looked. And it said Swift Insurer. Swift sure. We will get your license immediately. They, yeah. they changed the law. They let the cops nab it right away. So you walked away, literally walked away, not drove away from your OVI, because no matter what you did, you register a result above the legal limit, nab it. Yep. Refuse, nab, nab it. What the police didn't tell you in all that gobbledygook is that Judge Wapner, later on, when you just go plead guilty yeah. like Mrs. Smith did, is gonna say, I don't care about no administrative license suspensions. Yeah. I got authority under the Ohio revised code because the General Assembly says I have to. Have to. Not only have authority, I, I must. I ha so, the magic word. Don't in the blame law. the judge. Shall he or she the black robe is just doing what they have to do. They have to do it. And they're gonna nab your license. That begs the next question. What happens to the administrative license? Smash gone. Yep. Bye-bye. And here's why. And I was at the cutting edge of this way back in the 90s. Eric Yavich and I, we were drafting motions to dismiss all these ALSs based on double jeopardy grounds. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that I think Judge Liston agreed with us yeah. way back when Yeah. on our motion. I forget the I forget the defense name. Um, I wrote it down in this very floor of the building. I wrote that motion in what is now the storage closet where our server sits. That's I, what your office was. I had a little desk in there as a yeah. law clerk wearing my suspenders. And I tie. like it. <laughs> and I wrote the ALA and you know what I did? Eric went out to the Bureau of Meter- I was like, you know what? Go grab that freaking brochure that says swift and sure. Cause it had some language in there that helped yeah. it. Cause we had to make it a punishment. And they said, no, it's an administrative sanction. It's not a punishment. I'm like, oh boy, a bunch of BS. It's a punishment. So he went out there and there was punishment language in that brochure. So it was like anecdotal evidence. we, I copied it and attached it to the motion as an exhibit. Nice a Swift and Sure brochure. That's real legal work there. That was legal work. That was, that was when we really tried. Anyway, um, it turned out that they cannot do both. Here's why: because they collect reinstatement fees. Yeah, and this is the money grab. They were double-dipped. it. What is it now? Four seventy five. So you get an administrative license suspension because you refused or registered above. And they're going to charge you four hundred seventy five dollars seventy five, um, just to get your license back. Like somehow the processing costs 475 right. right, what a money grab. Yeah, um, they cannot charge that twice. Consequently, the same the same cost of the
1: professional <laughs> problem you had with the. Uh- Oh, what's it called? You load the stuff up online. Oh, Dropbox. Yeah, Dropbox. I was four hundred seventy-five dollars <laughs> and
0: eighty-three cents. They told yeah. me I tried. I did the trial error of like the professional version, and uh, I had like thirty days to cancel. It was on my calendar last week. I actually went in and I started to. I had some stuff up and usually these podcasts up in this um, Dropbox, and I moved all that the heavy storage stuff out of there. And it said that I had until the 29th of March to cancel it. Well. I go home last night and I was going to log yesterday. on. Yesterday, it was yesterday. I was going to log on and do it, and I got this credit card statement. I was like, "What? Four seventy five? They charged me four seventy five dollars and eighty three cents. I get an OVI I didn't know about, and it's like non refundable. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wait a minute. It's like I started to think what I could buy with four hundred seventy five dollars. I was like, no, I'm going to call these guys. Can't call them. I'm going to email them. I don't think they're. going to get I did a live chat, a live chat with Emily from Dropbox, and it starts out, and it was like, poof. Well, it starts out, it's like, it's starting bad for me. I was like, I did this. I did, I didn't intend to sign up for this. I was trying to sugarcoat this the best I could. And eventually I had to just lay it on. It's like, I thought I had through today to cancel this. And I probably knew better. I like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, it's a 29th. I thought I can do it today. Um, that's how we work around here. It's just look deadlines lawyers, just deadlines, lawyers, Yeah. Um, I was meeting all my clients, deadlines, not my own. Yeah. And it, it uh, She's like, well, I'm sorry, we have this thing, and you hadn't tell this, and we have this agreement that you apparently agreed to when you checked this box when you signed up for the trial thirty days. And I was like, I know, but I really thought I had through today. And she goes, and then before I finished that, she goes, but no worries, <laughs> I will help you. And it's like, I don't know if it was like a computer. No worries, I will help you. I probably saw somebody it. in India. I, I have it, but no worries, no worries, I will help you. We will refund your credit. I was like. Or we have we have refused – how do they say it? We have refused payment from your credit card. So we won't accept payment. Your credit card may take a while yeah. to give it back to you, though, as whatever. Okay. So Did all- she have an accent?
1: No, it was chat. Uh, what, you, oh, you're typing? like
0: type typing. text? Oh, okay. It's chat.
1: Well, you said it. You're like, no problem. <laughs> she had an that's accent it, that's how I, I felt like she was – It's like s- when you call somebody would <laughs> help you with a computer and you're like, hey, you've reached Zach. It's like, <laughs> there's no freaking way your name Zach. Yeah, you're not Zach, right? <laughs> Uh, so it worked out anyway. So 475, you got to pay $475 in Ohio. Probably other states have similar ways of doing it,
0: but yeah. So 475, if to the Bureau of motor vehicles, if they nab your license on the administrative license suspension, unless the court imposes their one year on you later, that 475 goes away. They can't collect it twice. Don't pay it if you're pleading guilty because it's a pain in the ass to get it back. You got to, uh, or it can be anyway, they, they, they've caught up with that. They fix that. Yeah. They used to, when I first started out,
1: they were, they were screwing that up constantly. They were trying to charge twice,
0: double dip. So what happens is they didn't, the, the trooper didn't tell you when he was enticing you with the shiny spoon lure with the jitterbug or the Texas worm harness and you're sitting in the weeds like that hungry bass that, that 90 days is fool's gold. Yeah. There's a real minnow coming along later. You can eat it. But no, you jumped at the 90 or you jumped at the spoon yeah. and you took the 90 days. And what the trooper didn't tell you is, oh, no worries, Mrs. Smith. Probably ought to just refuse because then your lawyer will at least have half a chance. And you only get yeah. one of these charges and not both. And when your lawyer goes in there and you look halfway decent, I mean, you're not totally wasted and puking on yourself. So you might have a defense to only the impaired charge. Uh, so don't, I wouldn't take this test if I were you, Mrs. Smith, because you're probably going to register a you probably can't pass. It's the yeah. test you can't pass. You're yeah. going to flunk it, and now you're going to have two charges. One is the per se. The other is the impaired. And on the per se, as any good lawyer will tell you, all they have to establish is one, driving, two, motor vehicle, three, above the limit. Dominoes again. Right? Domino. You're done. Yep. Um, they don't tell you that. Instead, they entice you with the shiny lure to say, eh, I'd probably take the test. You know, It's only 90 days that way. It's, only, it's a year yeah. or the other way. Yeah. Um, they don't bother to give you the other half of the footnote, which is and when you go plead guilty of this because your test is above the legal limit and you don't have any choice because you're not going to hire Yavich and Palmer, and you should, then the judge is just going to eliminate this 90-day or anyway and give you a year. They yeah. don't tell you that. And if they did tell you that, you would probably think twice. Even in your you know, no. drunken haze, you might think twice. And the um, only
1: other ramification we probably should just hit briefly is… The downside to refusing, if you walk into court and you want to challenge the case, you get a lawyer, you're going to enter not guilty plea, all that kind of stuff. You don't get driving privileges
0: if you refuse to take the test until you serve 30 days of no driving. All right. Yeah. Well, so, so that's a good point. The other part that is not discussed really in any sort of clarity. No, it's not in, the,
1: it's not in what you just read,
0: I don't no, think. I, don't I mean, think I, so. I, I think I Honestly, I read I was, it out loud I glazing and I have no it. idea what the hell it said. If you take the test and register a result above the legal limit, you will get driving privileges, or you are eligible, I'm going to say you get it, but you're eligible for driving privilege, in theory, after 15 days of knuckled up hard time. right? That means 15 days of passenger side, no matter what, 15 days of your work colleagues picking you up, 15 days of your husband or wife dropping you off. 15 days of sitting at home Uber Lyft paying for Uber. If you refuse, it's 30 days. Yeah. Double, double trouble. And that means that for 30 days, all that same parade of horrible continues. Yeah. And it, the point is that they want to entice you to take the test. The reason they want to entice you to take the test is because all that administrative clutter makes it more inconvenient for you to take the test, but the brass ring right. still awaits you at court. If you yeah. can suck it up, if you can knuckle it up for 30 days, if you can knuckle it up and say no to that test and you haven't been a jackass and aren't completely blotto, then you're only getting one charge, the impaired, for which there is a better defense almost always than both charges. Uh-huh. Yep, You just got to suck it up for 30 days. Yeah. Now, what's the takeaway? What sort of summarize? Two ways you get charged with OVI in Ohio. One is the impaired. The other is per se, meaning driving blood alcohol content breath too, too high. Yep. Blood breath urine too high. Car um, impaired. Your ability to operate a motor vehicle is substantially impaired. Yeah. Or appreciably impaired. Um, there's a bunch of gobbledygook that defines that. So two ways. All right. How do you get them? Take a test. You're going to catch number two. You're going to catch the per se if you register a result above the legal limit. First one. All you got to do is refuse or not be offered a test, and then you can at least have a, a puncher's chance yeah. in the ring yeah. to fight the impaired charge. Now, I'm not saying we can't beat the per se. It just tightens a yeah. tightens the drag a little. I don't want to take the French test. That's the French test. So. That's the first takeaway. Second takeaway, two types of license suspensions. Yep. So if you listen to the whole first podcast and you were confused and you listen to the whole second one here and you're confused, this is like the review questions at the end of the chapter. Two ways to get charged with OVI impaired per se. Two types of license suspensions, administrative and court. Yeah. Think big, dirty, nasty, wait-in-line Bureau of Motor Vehicles trying to ruin your world. Think very kind, friendly judge who doesn't have any choice, right? So it's yeah. like you've yeah. got judge suspension, administrative suspension, yeah. and they are in large part in conflict with each other. They yeah. cannot both last. Yeah. If you plead guilty, you're going to get the judge suspension, and the Bureau of Motor Vehicles goes to the back seat. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yep. Now, if you don't plead guilty and you fight the case – and win the case. Here's the other footnote that we got to talk about. Oh yeah. Let's say you've hired us we had this happen. And we artfully convince a jury because you refused that you are not guilty because you were not guilty. They can't prove the case. Yeah. You looked fine on videotape. You looked fine. Your driving was you're going 5 miles an hour. Uh, you had an odor of alcohol like anybody who might after having only two glasses of wine. And yet yeah. they charged you anyway because you were left with this impossible decision after hearing this impossible language. And you said, ah, screw it. I'm going to refuse. I don't understand this. And yeah. I heard this podcast with these guys who sound like they know what they're talking about. Yeah, and they just said, always refuse. And they said, <laughs> yeah, they said I always refuse. No, we didn't say that. But you um, you refuse. And then you hire us. And we go convince a jury yep. or they fail to prove for uh, one guilty. reason or another that you're guilty of OVI. So you're not guilty. You walk away a free woman, a free man.
1: Yep. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Except. Except, Yeah, we planned that right out.
0: Except. You still have that pesky administrative license suspension. Mm -hmm. Why, pray tell, I'm not guilty? Because the Bureau of Motor Vehicles doesn't give a crap if you're guilty or innocent. They are imposing that suspension only as a consequence to the decision to not take the test or a failed test. Yeah. It has nothing to do with your later guilt or innocence. In other words, this happens all the time. Fairfield County, they do this crap to you. I go down yeah. there. I had a woman down there, 60-something. Yeah. was I felt completely innocent of an OBI. Yeah. Completely innocent. But she refused because she's listened to all the barstool banter for 20 yep. years. She owned a bar. Yep. And she was driving home with the – it was a St. Patrick's Day several years ago. She was driving home with a bunch of – um uh, they had food like belligerent in the, they had, drunks. They had a bunch of food and must have had some the high orange high C or cheeseburger <laughs> or something. Cheeseburger and some, and some orange drink, and uh, they they stopped her right out in front of her house and they followed her home from the bar. Yeah. And she was older. She was older, and she yeah. said, "I you know she couldn't do fields of bright. She was calling the cop
1: honey. I remember.
0: Yep, very friendly woman. I, I yeah. really really felt horrible for her because we go in there, and I didn't think. You never know for sure, but I didn't think they could beat the or they could prove their case. I just didn't think that a jury's going to convict her. Yeah, you go talk to the judge about it. And He goes, "Well, if she goes to trial, I'm not going to give her driving privileges on the administrative license suspension because she refused."
1: Yeah, I was like, "Well, what? I play this out because here's what here's what happened." We go back and talk to the judge. Juries in the hallway, and they say, "Well, if you remember, Steve, that day we were offered a reduction from OVI. We were actually offered a reckless operation." So. And I remember this clearly. So the judge played this out in like four options. Option number one is she takes the reckless operation. I am not, I remember the judge saying this, I'm not going to set aside the administrative license suspension and I'm not going to give her privileges. Okay, perfect. We're not going to take it. We're going to trial, right? Yep. Next option is that she goes to trial and she is found guilty. I am not going to set aside her administrative license suspension and I'm not going to give her driving privileges. Well, great let's win the, win the trial. And what that judge is basically saying is I'm not going to take the time to impose the six month license suspension. I'm just going to give her a year. I'm going to make it because she, because she refused. Third option is, well, if she goes to trial and let's say you guys do your job and you win. Now we're at the third option. We went to trial and we won, not guilty. Where do you think this is going? I'm
0: not going to set aside her administrative license, suspension, and I'm not going to give her drive. So he's going to give her the chicken dinner and then put, not give her any utensils yep. to eat it. But there's a fourth option.
1: What do you think the fourth option is? And that's what actually happened that day. Hmm. Let me see. Just plead guilty. Plead guilty right now. Don't make me do a trial. And I will give her a, back then it was a six-month license suspension. Yeah, the law has changed. changed. But I'll give her the basic license suspension, and she can have driving privileges.
0: Right. So the judge later was using as a leverage device. Totally legal, by the way. It's gone up and down the court. I mean, is there some court, but I don't. I disagree with it inherently. I find it fundamentally unfair. I feel like it violates due process and everything else. But, but from the flip side, from a judge's perspective,
1: Hey, all I had, you had to do is take tests and show us you weren't too intoxicated. Why'd you, why'd you refuse? Because I don't
0: trust those tests. I mean, you get the same, you go to the same with, with with the, lawyers and the lawyers told me to never take it. And so the final, 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 final takeaway, two types of OVIS, two types of license suspensions, court and administrative. Beat the case, you can still be left, in theory, with the administrative suspension. And that can haunt you for its entire length if you run into a certain court or a certain judge or certain situations where they're going to say, screw you, you're not getting privileges. Yeah. And you have to understand that those are consequences of the decision. But here's the thing you don't get to make those choices. If you just take the test and lose or yeah. blow the legal limit. Right. I would rather have the choice later with the assistance of qualified criminal counsel, yeah. OVI counsel, drunk driving counsel, than have no choice later but to get railroaded right into the back door. Yeah. And that is the question, the big question, to blow or not, not to, blow. to blow part two, the pesky ALS mm-hmm. and related consequences. I still stand by my general, like if you didn't listen to anything else, yeah, think about French. Would you show up and take a French test that you haven't studied for, that you don't know the material, and there's not a snowball's chance in hell that you will pass Yeah. if you're given another option? Yeah. No, of course not. You're not going to yeah. You would say no. If you don't think you can pass a test, first of all, don't get behind a damn wheel. But if you, if the alcohol impairment is such that you have made the decision to get behind the wheel or you're a moron and you just say, I don't care, I'm just going to drive blasted all the time, then you still have that choice, right? You, yeah. mean, the best choice is don't do it. Second best choice is at least give yourself a fighting chance. And this is not unethical advice. We are educating people on the law. Make your own decision. Yeah. Do what you're going to do. but. Understand the consequences of it and understand what they're telling you and what they're not telling you. Yeah. Um, And that is a good way to look at it. Is why you listen to lawyer talk off the record. So we are off the record telling you this awesome stuff, but on the air. (laughs) Man. I love that. But on the air. Isn't that ironic? So here we are lawyer talk off the record, on the air, talking about part two. The ALS and related consequences of the big question. So tune in for the next. i got lots of other stuff to talk about. I mean, we're going to go on and on about OVI's. This is great stuff. Don't take the French exam. Don't take French. Bonjour. bonjour. So lawyer talk off the record. Au revoir. And on the air. There you go. Until now.